really get back home into God's hand, you don't have to dodge bullets because the Most High is protecting you. And when you read the word, you'll see that all you have to do is be still and the Most High will fight for you. He is our rock, our redeemer. He fights for you. All you have to do is be still and he will fight for you. You don't have to shoot bullets. You don't have to dodge bullets. You don't have to block bullets. You just have to be still. Put your faith in Yah. Put your fear in him. Pray to him and be still. And I'm telling you, the Most High will fight for you like you've never seen anyone fight for you before and protect you like no one has ever protected you before. He's our rock, our redeemer. All right, what's up, family? Welcome back to another episode, and thank you for listening. And so this episode is really a long-awaited episode. I've been thinking about this episode and preparing for this episode for quite a long time. And this episode is also going to cover a topic that is highly debated and highly discussed among believers and believers really fall on all sides of the spectrum when it comes to this topic. So that's why I'm going to look to provide a lot of scriptures and some understanding with regard to this topic of marijuana. And so believers really debate this back and forth a lot. And like I said, people are on all sides of the spectrum with this. You hear that people say, that marijuana is a plant created by the Most High God, therefore we should use it. You also have people on the other on the other side saying that any use of marijuana is witchcraft, sorcery, dark side, and that it should never be used under any circumstances. And I think really part of the reason why this is so debated back and forth and why people are really on two complete opposite sides is a lot of people make this topic all or nothing. It's either, yes, it can be used all the time, or no, it's dark side, sorcery, witchcraft, it should never be used. But I'm really going to take the approach of providing first a lot of scripture, but also really just that this is going to be a case-by-case determination of when and if there's a time to appropriately use marijuana. And so with this concept of marijuana, I want you to keep two concepts in mind, and that's going to be moderation and also medicinal when it comes to marijuana. Those are going to be important concepts throughout this episode. And before I get to moderation and just the medicinal aspects of marijuana, I want to speak about being sober and being sober minded, because in this episode, I'm also going to briefly touch on alcohol use as well, but I'll primarily focus this episode on using marijuana. And so before I get to the scriptures, we know, and it's just a common theme to be sober and to be sober minded throughout scripture. And when it comes to being sober minded, yes, it's speaking about drugs and alcohol, but it's also speaking about being sober minded with regard to concepts and ideal ideologies and just ideals and to be sober minded when it comes to this world and this universe, not to get caught up in the doctrines and the ideas and the ideals and ideologies of this world, but to be sober minded and keep our minds on the scriptures and the doctrines that are in this, this scripture. And so I'm going to start out with these scriptures speaking about being sober and being sober minded. So this is first Peter Chapter 1, line 13. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yahushua HaMashiach. And then First Peter chapter 4, line 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, 
and watch unto prayer. And then finally, in the first book of Peter, chapter 5, line 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking at whom he may devour. And so these are just some scriptures about being sober in the first book of Peter. Now we're going to go to the book of Titus. And as far as being sober-minded, it's going to be Titus chapter 2, line 6. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded. And I'm going to read some context as well in Titus chapter 2, starting at line 1. But speak the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober grave, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience, the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as is becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their men, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own men, that the word of Elohim be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, in all things showing yourself a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own Adonai, and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of Elohim, our Savior, in all things. For the grace of Elohim that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying wickedness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and holy in this present world. And then we're going to go First Thessalonians chapter 5. 5 through 9. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of Yeshua. For Elohim has not appointed us to wrath but to obtain at Yeshua by our Adonai, Yahusha HaMashiach, who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And that was uh, lines 10 and 11 as well. In addition to 1 Thessalonians 5, Lines 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and then 10, 11 as well. And then we're going to go Romans chapter 12, 1 through 3. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto Elohim, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of Elohim. For I say... Through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as Elohim has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And so those are some of the scriptures speaking about being sober and sober-minded. And just to cover this point that we've covered on this series before about the works of the flesh versus the fruits of the Spirit, this is going to be Galatians chapter 5. 19 through 26. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, hearsays, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. But the fruit of the Ruach is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law put in place. And they that are Yahushua HaMashiachs have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. 
If we live in the Ruach, let us also walk in the Ruach. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. So we could see right here that the works of the flesh, one of them is drunkenness, right? So as far as being sober and sober-minded and drunkenness, we know that a work of the flesh is drunkenness. So as far as marijuana use, this is pretty much going along with being drunk. So drunkenness is a, a work of the flesh. So if your marijuana use causes you to be, let's say, really high and not sober-minded, taking you out of a sober state of mind, that pretty much would be the same exact thing as becoming drunk. And I'm going to cover some other scriptures speaking about the use of wine, in, which is uh, permitted and allowed in the scriptures. So there's a difference between using wine and becoming drunk. And so it's really a parallel with using marijuana. You can use it moderately and appropriately, but if it gets to the point where you're high and not in a sober state of mind, similar to being drunk, then that's where it becomes inappropriate. And so let's go to 1 Timothy 5, 23. Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for your stomach's sake and your often infirmities. So in this scripture, Apostle Paul is writing to Timothy that he should drink no longer just water, but use a little wine for his stomach's sake and his often infirmities. So we could see right here, and I'm going to cover more scriptures about the wine, but we could see right here an instruction where it is appropriate to drink wine, but Apostle Paul also writes that the works of the flesh are drunkenness. So there's a clear distinction between using wine and becoming drunk. So I'm going to draw the same parallel for using marijuana and becoming high. If, if using marijuana causes you to become high, just like if using wine caused someone to become drunk, that's where it becomes a problem. So as far as being sober-minded, if you cannot use marijuana while keeping a sober mind, then that's where marijuana is becoming a problem for a believer. And now, as far as some more scriptures with wine use, let's go to Ecclesiasticus, also known as Sirach 31.27. Wine is as good as life to a man if it be drunk moderately. What life is then to a man that is without wine? For it was made to make men glad. So we could see right here about drinking wine moderately. Wine is as good as life to a man if it be drunk moderately. What life is then to a man that is without wine? For it was made to make men glad. And then we'll go lines 28 and 29 and 30 as well. So I'll, just, I'll start at 27. This is Ecclesiasticus chapter 31, starting at line 27. Wine is as good as life to a man, if it be drunk moderately. What life is then to a man that is without wine? For it was made to make men glad. Wine measurably drunk and in season brings gladness of the heart and cheerfulness of the mind. But wine drunken with excess makes bitterness of the mind with brawling and quarreling. Drunkenness increases the rage of a fool till he offend. It diminishes strength and makes wounds. Rebuke not your neighbor at the wine and despise him not in his mirth. Give him no despiteful words and press not upon him with urging him to drink. So we could see right here that there's a clear distinction between moderately drinking wine in its appropriate season and becoming drunk. And we know that drunkenness is a work of the flesh to be avoided. And then one more scripture about the wine before we get back to the marijuana. This is Ecclesiastes 9, 7. Go your way, eat your bread with joy, and drink your wine with a merry heart. For Elohim now accepts at your works. And then line 8. Let your garments be always white, and let your head lack no ointment. Line 7. Go your way. Eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for Elohim now accepts at your works. So we could see through these scriptures speaking about the wine that it is appropriate to drink wine. And that's why we have to understand and discern the difference between drinking wine and not becoming drunk, drinking wine moderately and not becoming drunk. 
And so it's really the same concept when it comes to the marijuana use, if it's within a medicinal context, which I'm going to get to, but just as far as moderation, if using marijuana takes you to a level comparable to drunkenness, then that is not appropriate. We have to moderately use it if we're going to use it and remain in a sober state of mind to be sober and sober minded. And so now we're going to cover some other scriptures. This is one of the most obvious ones that people who advocate for the use of marijuana often quote. It's Genesis chapter 1, line 29. And Elohim said, Behold, I have given you at every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and at every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for food. So a lot of people make the argument that marijuana is a herb bearing seed, which it is, but it says right here that it shall be for food, right? So a lot of people make the argument that you should not smoke marijuana, but rather you should only eat marijuana. However, any of us that have used marijuana in our lives, especially maybe eaten it in that form, we know that oftentimes eating, let's say edibles or just consuming, eating marijuana can actually cause you to become more high and take you further out of a sober state of mind. So that's just an interesting instruction that it says it should be for food. But if someone is going to go that route, you have to be careful to not consume and eat the marijuana so that you become increasingly high, taking you out of the sober state of mind. And I'm going to give my experiences with marijuana as well. I currently do not use marijuana and I don't drink alcohol either. I'll give more details about that in this episode, but I really just want to cover these scriptures. And now let's go Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 11, line 24. For you love all the things that are and abhor nothing which you have made. For never would you have made anything if you had hated it. So this kind of goes along with Genesis, where the Most High in Genesis says he's giving us every herb bearing seed for food. And then here in Wisdom of Solomon, chapter eleven twenty four, for you love all the things that are and abhor nothing which you have made, for never would you have made anything if you had hated it. So the Most High created the plant of marijuana, and if the Most High hated it, he never would have created it. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to touch on some of like the society and just current aspects of marijuana in our world, because now the marijuana that's being consumed and used today is a lot different than how it was in the past. Now it's really high level, high potency, high THC levels, just being engineered by society, being pushed kind of by society. So I'm, I'm looking to cover those aspects as well as I continue on through this. And now let's go to Ecclesiasticus, also known as Sirach chapter 38. I'm going to start at line four, and then I'll read some more context. But Ecclesiasticus 38, four, Yahuwah has created medicines out of the earth, and he that is wise will not abhor them. So this one this and that wisdom of Solomon, the, the last verse that I just read, really seemed to me that they're speaking directly about marijuana. And prior to where I'm at now, these were really scriptures that I used to say, yeah, it's, it's speaking exactly about marijuana. Because up until marijuana started to become legal in our society, this was something that it, it still is abhorred by a lot of people. And just hated and hated on really marijuana. So when I saw that this says, and he that is wise will not abhor them, speaking about the, the medicines Yahuwah has created out of the earth, to me, this is speaking about marijuana. And now just some more context. So Ecclesiasticus 38, and I'll read 1 through 15. Honor a physician with the honor due unto him for the uses which ye may have of him. For Yahuwah has created him. For of El Elyon, the Most High God, comes healing, and he shall receive honor of the king. The skill of the physician shall lift up his head, and in the sight of great men he shall be in admiration. Yahuwah has created medicines out of the earth, and he that is wise will not abhor them. Was not the water made sweet with wood, that the virtue thereof might be known? And he has given men skill, that he might be honored in his marvelous works." With such he heals men and takes away their pains. Of such the 
apothecary makes a confection and of his works there is no end and from him is peace over all the earth my son in your sickness be not negligent but pray unto yahuwah and he will make you whole leave off from sin and order your hands aright and cleanse your heart from all wickedness give a sweet savor and a memorial of fine flour and make a fat offering as not being then give place to the physician for yahuwah has created him let him not go from you for you have need of him there is a time when in their hands there is good success for they shall also pray unto yahuwah that he would prosper that which they give for ease and remedy to prolong life he that sins before his maker let him fall into the hand of the physician so really importantly is line nine my son in your sickness be not negligent but pray unto yahuwah and he will make you whole leave off from sin and order your hands aright and cleanse your heart from all wickedness so the most high says do not be negligent go to the most high yahuwah first and pray unto him and he will make you whole and leave off from sin and cleanse your heart from all wickedness so pretty much what I covered in my last episode, speaking about the germs and the germ theory, the most high God, Yah, is who determines who is sick, who gets diseases, things like that. And that's why we are to first and foremost, pray to the most high, pray to Yahuwah in order to have our diseases, our sickness healed. Because as we read in the last episode in the Deuteronomy scripture, the most high heals, the most high wounds no one can deliver out of the most high's hand so the reason people get sickness and diseases is because the most high is wounding them with that and so that's why you have to seek out the most high and cleanse out that wickedness from within you in order to be healed by the most high yah is wounding you with the disease that's why yah can heal the disease and with that being said before i get to some more scriptures i'll kind of speak about what i referenced in the last episode as far as me and what i referenced earlier in this episode as far as me and just how i got to where i am not using marijuana and not drinking alcohol as well so i mentioned in the last episode how i have crohn's disease and the most high uh wounded me with crohn's disease before i was saved before i was back into the hand of the most high doing the whole duty of man which is to fear the most high and keep his commandments i found out that i had crohn's disease years ago before i was seeking out the most high before i was fearing him and keeping his commandments so that's why it was a judgment on my life when the most high placed crohn's disease on my life that was a judgment from the most high and for a good period of my life i was using medicinal marijuana because i actually needed it for the crohn's disease the using medicinal marijuana helped me so that's where i fit into Ecclesiasticus 38.4, Yahuwah has created medicines out of the earth, and he that is wise will not abhor them. And just this whole scripture speaking about the physicians, that's where I was at. I had fallen into the hand of the physician, and that's why it was smart for me to be prescribed the medicinal marijuana and to use it, which greatly helped my stomach. And then recently, after I got back into the hand of the Most High, Yah started to heal that wound for me. And as I prayed more, as I cleansed all that wickedness, Yah healed my stomach. And eventually I got to the point where the Most High blessed me and worked a miracle on my stomach where I got to the point where I didn't need the medicinal marijuana anymore. So for me, it was really a balance. And I was always using the medicinal marijuana and staying sober-minded, but I did feel that I needed it with regards to my stomach but then as i kept seeking out the most high as i kept fearing him as i kept praying and cleansing wickedness from me the most high saw that if he healed my stomach i would be able to give up the medicinal marijuana and that's exactly what happened so as far as me i truly was using medicinal marijuana for medicine and that's why when my stomach began to really become healed even more so than it already was it was kind of simple for me to give up the medicinal marijuana. And I really just looked at it like this. I was like the most high Yah worked a miracle on my stomach. So he's taking away the need for me to use that medicine. And so to me, it would really be denying the most high's miracle that he worked on my stomach. If I said, you know what, I'm just going to keep using marijuana. Like I like using it. It helps me. But 
I got to the point where I didn't need it anymore. So that's why I said, you know what, I'm just going to stop altogether. And to me, it would have been denying the miracle that the Most High worked on my stomach if I kept using the medicine because I didn't need the medicine anymore. And that's why it says, do not be negligent, seek out and pray to Yahuwah and he will make you whole and then leave off from sins and cleanse your heart from all wickedness. So if you're hearing this episode, but you didn't hear my last episode, I would say definitely check out the last episode speaking about germs, diseases, the germ theory, and just understand how it's all coming from the most high. It's all under control from the most high. That's why it's not about washing your hands. It's not about avoiding germs. It's about avoiding wickedness. We read the scripture that all uncleanliness comes from within us and nothing that goes into us can defile us, but it's what comes out of us, such as fornications, murders, lust, all those wicked, all that wickedness is coming out of us. So that's why we have to cleanse the wickedness that is within us. And it's not what's going into us, defiling us, but what comes out of us. So that's why as we pray more, as we cleanse wickedness from us, the most high will heal our wounds because we know that Yah wounds and he heals, he kills and he makes alive nothing and no one can deliver out of the most high's hand. Glory to Yah. So that's what I referenced in my last episode about the miracle that the most high worked on my stomach. And that's why I was able to give up the medicinal marijuana and not need it anymore. Glory to Yah in the highest. And as far as my alcohol use, I've I'm over three years uh, sober without a sip of alcohol. The last drink that I had was in March of 2018. We're now in August of 2021. So it's been over three years. I really stopped counting. And even though that scripture says, don't drink just water, but drink wine for the sake of the stomach, you know, I just prefer to stay sober, not even, you know, now that I'm in the hand of the most high, I probably could drink some wine and it probably wouldn't really mess with my Crohn's disease at all because it's all controlled by the most high. But so maybe I would get to the point where I drink some wine, you know, in moderation, but I'm just not at that point right now. I like actually being sober. There's, there's really a nice feeling that you get from being completely sober, no alcohol, no medicinal marijuana. I don't even drink any caffeine. I don't really use any substances. I'm completely sober and it's a nice feeling, honestly. So, you know, the scripture says to enjoy wine. So, you know, maybe I would get to that point where I try it out, but I just don't really like risking things with my stomach. I like staying on, you know, my strict, bland diet pretty much and just, you know, not straying away from things and not putting the most high to the test. That's also what we covered in the last episode that you want to stay in the most high's hand and make it easy to stay in the most high's hand so he doesn't have to fight for you as hard. He doesn't have to go really hard protecting you because you're taking care of stuff on your end. That's why, you know, I'm at the point where I just like being sober and not risking it and not putting the most high to the test by drinking alcohol, by drinking wine. But You know, I should never say never because there could be a point where I say, you know what, I'll drink some wine, like scripture says is appropriate to do. But as of right now, I'm over three years without a sip of wine, without a sip of alcohol, and many months sober and free of not using medicinal marijuana either. And it's just all glory to the Most High for getting me to this point. And also what I referenced in the last episode is, People view Crohn's disease or just other diseases as, oh, that's a bad thing. Oh, and like I said, it was a judgment on my life. It truly was a judgment from the most high. But as I explained in the last episode, the judgments are to help us, to help us get back into the hand of the most high. So even before I was saved, even before I was back into the hand of the most high, keeping the commandments and fearing Yah, before that happened, I I had quit alcohol before that happened. And that's why I say the Crohn's disease was was really more of a blessing. Yeah, it was a judgment, but I always viewed it even before I was saved as a blessing from the Most High because it got me on a strict, bland diet, just taking care of my body better. And it also made me stop drinking alcohol. That's what led me to stop because I'm like, oh, I have Crohn's disease. I don't like being drunk. And it was just a, a collection of things, a combination of things. And I'm like, you know, it'll benefit my stomach. I'll stopped acting acting crazy by being drunk. So I stopped drinking alcohol before I was saved. And that's what really led me back to the most high. So getting the Crohn's disease was really a blessing because it led me to stop drinking alcohol, which led me back to the most high. So I wasn't 
creating works of the flesh by being drunk anymore. I was being sober, being sober-minded before I even knew the scriptures telling me to be sober and sober-minded. So any judgment that happens in our lives, it's really just to benefit us and to bring us back closer to the Most High, even if people might not realize it in the moment. So it's all just perspective, fearing the Most High, and it's all for the plan and purpose of the Most High. And I explained that a lot deeper in the last episode. And now I'm going to speak about some more scriptures, read some more scriptures about our bodies being temples. And that's why we have to, they are temples of the Most High, which houses the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh within us. That's why we have to be really on point with what we eat, with what we consume, whether it's consuming wine, whether it's consuming medicinal marijuana, whether it's just foods that we eat, our bodies are temples. And just to give an example, like, When I found out that I had the Crohn's disease, I was abusing my body incredibly. I was drinking all the time, becoming drunk, always smoking marijuana, eating fast food, eating terrible foods. And that's why when I was drinking caffeine too, that's why when I found out I had the Crohn's disease, it really set me up for success because because of the Crohn's disease, I had to get on a bland diet. I had to give up fast food. I haven't eaten fast food in years. Like, and that's something I wouldn't ever eat because I mentioned in the last episode, what's in our foods and stuff like that. Fast food is just really bad for the body. So by me developing Crohn's disease, it made me take a, a step back and analyze a lot of aspects of my life. It brought me away from fast food. It brought me away from alcohol. It ultimately ended up bringing me away from medicinal marijuana. I stopped being drunk. I stopped abusing my body and that's why I stopped drinking caffeine because that even has aspects to do with the Crohn's disease as well. I don't drink soda. I literally just drink water and, you know, a couple other things, but I don't drink soda. I don't drink caffeine. I don't drink alcohol right now. And all of this was because of the Crohn's disease, because I had to start taking care of my stomach, taking care of my body taking those steps back and analyzing my lifestyle. And that's how I was ultimately led back to the most high because I just started reducing those things. I started working out more. I started eating healthier and just being conscious of what was going into my body. Um, At one point in my life, I smoked cigarettes and used tobacco. I obviously haven't done that in years as well. And I could really explain the whole story of how it all happened with the Crohn's disease, with tobacco, with alcohol, all that stuff. Um, Maybe I'll save that for the end of this episode or maybe for another episode, Most High Willing. So I think I'm going to get back to these scriptures speaking about our bodies being temples, but it's just so true. And that's how something that was a judgment on my life, something that most people would, would view as bad, was actually a blessing on my life because Crohn's disease led me away from fast food and bad eating habits. It improved my eating habits, took me away from tobacco, took me away from being drunk and alcohol, and thus ultimately led me closer to the most high God. Glory to Yah in the highest. So these scriptures speaking about our bodies being temples are all going to be in the uh, first book of Corinthians that I'm going to cover. First Corinthians chapter 3, 16 through 19. Know ye not that ye are the temple of Elohim, and that the Ruach Elohim dwells in you? If any man defile the temple of Elohim, him shall Elohim destroy. For the temple of Elohim is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with Elohim. For it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness. So as far as being temples, it's really just lines 16 and 17. I just like uh, lines 18 and 19 as well. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with Elohim. For it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness. But let's go back to lines 16 and 17. Know ye not that ye are the temple of Elohim, and that the Ruach Elohim dwells in you? If any man defile the temple of Elohim, him shall Elohim destroy. For the temple of Elohim is holy, which temple ye are. So we are the temple of Elohim, and the Ruach Elohim, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, dwells in us. 
If any man defile the temple of Elohim, him shall Elohim destroy. For the temple of Elohim is holy, which temple ye are. So as far as our bodies being temples and we cannot defile it. So whether that's with defiling it with too much wine, defiling it with using marijuana, defiling it with fast food, our bodies are temples. And I also foreshadowed and most high willing I will do the episode about the dietary laws, which have not been changed. And that's also why the dietary laws are given to us so that we cannot be putting unclean foods into our bodies, but rather eating what the Most High deems clean for us. The, the dietary laws are there so that we're not consuming unclean foods. It's a reason for that, so we could keep our bodies, our temples holy. And then 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Ruach HaKadosh, which is in you, which ye have of Elohim, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify Elohim in your body and in your Ruach, which are Elohim's. And this also kind of goes along with Romans chapter 12, where it speaks about presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. And same thing here, 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Ruach HaKadosh, which is in you, which ye have of Elohim, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify Elohim in your body and in your Ruach, which are Elohim's. So our body and our spirit, our body and our Ruach, belong to God. They belong to Elohim, to Yahuwah. And same thing with Romans chapter 12, being a living sacrifice. Every single thing that we are doing, we must glorify Elohim. So that's why if someone is abusing marijuana, always smoking, then that's not glorifying Elohim. So pretty much as far as the medicinal marijuana, that's why I say it, it must be done in moderation. It must be done with a sober mind. And it really must be done for medicinal purposes because we cover the scriptures, how Yah has made medicines out of the earth. That's how we can identify that it's speaking about marijuana in those cases. But if someone is just for recreation, just smoking all the time, that's defiling your temple. You know what I'm saying? If our bodies are the temple of God, just think of a temple as if it were a building. You wouldn't walk into a temple that belongs to the Most High and just fill it with marijuana smoke just for fun, just for recreation. So same thing with your own body. If you're using it for medicinal purposes in moderation, that's one thing. But if it's just for recreation, if it's just for fun, for boredom, that's becoming inappropriate. If it's not glorifying Yah, then there's really no purpose for it because our bodies and our spirits, our Ruachs belong to Elohim. So everything that we must do, we must do to glorify Yah. And then also in the first book of Corinthians chapter six as well, this is going to be line 12. All things are powerful unto me, but all things are not profitable. All things are powerful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So we see right here that all things are powerful, but all things are not profitable, right? So medicinal marijuana might be lawful as far as scripture. You know, it's a plant that the Most High gave us to be for medicine, but that doesn't mean it's profitable for every person. But that doesn't mean that it's profitable for every person. So that's really why at the start of this episode, I said it's a case by case basis, because if marijuana, even if it's for a medicinal purpose, if it makes you really high, if it makes you stoned, if it takes you out of a sober mind, then it's not profitable for you. And if someone doesn't have any medical ailments and they're just like, oh, I'll just use marijuana for recreation, that's not being profitable for you. So you know what I'm saying? If someone and the people like I had medicinal marijuana for Crohn's disease and you can look up what the other, depending on which state you're in, you could see which diseases, which ailments qualify for medicinal marijuana. Some are really serious things, for example, cancer or epilepsy or just extreme pain, back pain, things like that, or for if someone's having seizures, you know, there's things that are more extreme than Crohn's disease that people might be prescribed medicinal marijuana for, and they might be prescribed other medicines, pills, painkillers, really hard drugs and hard things like that. So 
if someone is in a situation where they have a really severe illness and they have a choice between should I use medicinal marijuana or should I use painkillers and prescription drugs and prescription pills, yeah, to me, it would make more sense to use medicinal marijuana. That's why there is a time and a place and it's a case by case basis. If it comes down to using medicinal marijuana or something really hard, hard drugs, hard pills, yeah, it would make sense to use the natural medicine that Yah is providing. But that's also why the scripture says to not be negligent and to seek out Yahuwah first and foremost, because he is wounding anyone with cancer, epilepsy, any of these diseases. And that's why Yah will heal those diseases as well. So we can't be relying on our medicines, but there's going to be times where people fall into the hand of the physician where they do need medicines. And that's why you should not be negligent to seek out the most high. And as you're working with the most high, you know, use the medicines that have been prescribed to you. But ultimately, if you're really serving the most high, if you're really fearing the most high, if you're really in the hand of the most high, doing the whole duty of man, fearing Yah and keeping his commandments, Yah will bring you to the point where you don't need the other medicines as much or at all. And Yah will heal whatever it is that he wounded you with because Yah heals, Yah wounds. Yah makes alive and Yah kills. No one can deliver out of the Most High's hand. So all things are powerful, but all things are not profitable for every person. So that's why you have to really evaluate your life and say, am I using marijuana for recreation and for fun? Or am I using it for medicinal purposes? Am I using marijuana in a sober state of mind? Or Am I using it not moderately? Because we have to use everything in moderation, as we heard. 1 Corinthians 7.31 And they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passes away. So kind of going along with things, all things being powerful, but not all things are profitable. And just with moderation, we can't abuse the things of this world. One more time. 1 Corinthians 7.31 And they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passes away. So we can't abuse the things of this world, just like all things are powerful, but not all things are profitable. We can't abuse things. We must use things in moderation. And so in Genesis chapter one, we heard that the herb bearing seeds are to be for food. However, we also heard that Yahuwah creates medicines out of the earth and the wise will not abhor them. So as far as medicinal marijuana, if you eat it, like we are instructed, that can be good, but there can be a time and a place to consume marijuana in other ways, whether that means smoking it or whatever the case may be. Because like I said, someone might choose to smoke weed rather than take painkillers and really hard pills and stuff like that. And ultimately, we have to just view everything with discernment and just understand, go to the most high for everything. You know, that's why for this episode, I wanted to provide scriptures first and foremost, and also just kind of make you and help you understand that it's a case-by-case -case basis. I think that's why people run into this debate of marijuana so heavily, because people are all or nothing. They say, yes, everyone should use it, or no, no one should ever use it. But I think it's a balance. I think there are times where people should use medicinal marijuana. And there's times where people shouldn't use it. And I think the people that do use it, there's some times where they could eat it and consume it that way. But I think there's also alternatives, whether it's smoking it or using lotions and topicals. There's all types of medicinal marijuana nowadays. And that's why it is a case-by-case -case basis. And ultimately, I can't tell anyone what to do. But what I am telling you to do is go to the most high. That's what I did. I had to keep discerning. Even when I found the scripture that says, Yahuwah creates medicines out of the earth and the wise will not abhor them. I still kept going to the most high and just kept confirming along the way. Should I, should I keep using medicinal marijuana? Should I stop? I kept discerning. I kept seeking out the most high. And as I kept doing that and cleaning wickedness from within me, the Most High started to heal that wound and work a miracle on my stomach till I got to the point where I didn't need it at all. And that's why I wasn't going to keep using it because I'm like, yeah, just bless me with a miracle of healing my stomach. So I'm not going to deny that and keep defiling my temple by smoking medicinal marijuana. So there can be a time and a place for all this. All things are powerful, but all things are not profitable. So we have to discern on our own, seek out the Most High and just remember that 
any affliction, any disease, any medical ailment that we may have, Yah is the one that wounds you with that and Yah is the one that's going to heal it as well. So don't be so focused on the medicines while there may be a time and a place to use the medicines. Ultimately, you can get to the point where the Most High will remove the need for medicines altogether or just greatly reduce it. And to really understand these concepts, check out my last episode, TPR 156, Germs. There's a lot of important points in that episode. Over an hour long, my last episode, TPR 156, Germs. This is TPR 157, Trees. And then also just as far as the argument for people saying that any marijuana use, any smoking or just any marijuana use at all is witchcraft or sorcery that's why i like comparing the use of marijuana to the use of wine versus drunkenness because you can use wine moderately and it's all good but drunkenness however is a work of the flesh which can then open people up to demonic spirits dark side things a lot of people do a lot of wicked things when they're drunk and it just opens you up to darkness so it's not the wine itself that is demonic. It's becoming drunk that opens you up to demonic things and creates wickedness and allows demons to enter you. My belief and my opinion is it's the same thing with the medicinal marijuana. It's not the plant. It's not what Yah has created in the plant that is demonic. And it's not the use of that plant that's demonic. It's if you're stoned, that can open you up to demonic spirits and darkness, just like being drunk and can do the same thing. So it's not the plan itself that's witchcraft or dark side. It's just if you're getting stoned or if you're using it for that purpose of darkness, yeah, of course, that's how it's a form of sorcery. And we know that the scripture says all sorcerers, all people who do that stuff, they're going straight to the lake of fire. So that's also how we have to discern and understand is our marijuana use, is our medicinal marijuana use opening us up to darkness? Because ultimately that's what we have to do is keep the hedge of protection from the most high around us at all times, be sober-minded and do things that are going to keep the hedge of protection around us, not do things that are going to put holes in our hedge of protection. So if using marijuana puts holes in your hedge of protection, that's how you can know to stop using medicinal marijuana and just keep praying to the most high to give you spiritual protection and heal whatever it is that you're using marijuana for so that you don't have to use medicinal marijuana anymore so that you're not opening yourself up to darkness. But ultimately, it's not the marijuana itself. It's not the use of marijuana. It can be the use of marijuana that leads to darkness coming around you. But just like with wine, it's not the wine itself that's opening you up to darkness. It's the drunkenness and just how it's being used. So it's not the wine itself. It's not the marijuana itself. That's why people who say, oh, marijuana is witchcraft. Marijuana is the plant that the Most High created and those that are wise will not abhor it. They will understand that there is a use of medicinal marijuana for medicinal purposes. And you know what I'm saying? It's not the wine that leads to demonic activity. It's the drunkenness that leads to demonic activity and wickedness. Same exact thing with marijuana and medicinal marijuana use specifically it's not the marijuana itself it's not the plant it is how the medicinal marijuana is being used so that's why we must take all things to the most high and be balanced with anything and everything that we're doing and just discern is the use of medicinal marijuana opening you up to darkness or do you have that hedge of protection around you where it's serving its medicinal purposes for you and not opening you up to darkness, just like drinking wine could serve its purpose for you while not opening you up to darkness. So it's not the wine or the marijuana itself. It's how they're being used. That's the drunkenness, the being high, being not sober minded that can lead to darkness, demonic activity, wickedness as well. And so I will give this story for you about just how it was a chain reaction and just how in depth the plan and purpose of the most high really is. And I really gave the majority of the points, but now I just want to explain how it all happened for me and how this plan of me being here in 2021 
started really i mean all of our plans and our journeys with the most high they start when we were born or before we were even born honestly but i'll show how i got to where i am here in 2021 going back to 2015 so before i found out that i had the crohn's disease i was living very wickedly i was in college drinking alcohol all the time being drunk partying smoking weed smoking cigarettes drinking alcohol, drinking caffeine, eating fast food, all the stuff I mentioned earlier on in this episode. And this is how it was a chain reaction leading me to where I am today. The first thing that happened was I played ice hockey for four years in college. So it was at the very beginning of the season. It was in the fall and it's 2015, my junior year of college. And in one of the first few games of the season, I got hit and tore a joint in my shoulder, right? So I pretty much tore my shoulder. I was out for like five to 10 games, right? So when this first judgment happened to me, because that's what it was, it's a judgment, the most high wounds and the most high heels. So that injury that I had in the game, it was all for the plan and purpose of the most high. It was coming from the most high. So I tear my shoulder and this is how it was a chain reaction leading me here. Once I tore my shoulder in that game and I didn't need a surgery or anything like that. It just healed. You know, like I said, I missed five to 10 games, something like that. Missed a few months of the season. Nothing too major. It was just tearing my AC joint in my shoulder. So I tear the shoulder in the game. And that's what made me step back and start to evaluate my life. I said, you know what? I need to get back in the gym because at this point I was just partying in college, playing ice hockey, not even really worried about my fitness or my health or anything like that. So I'm like, you know what? I want to get back in the gym once my shoulder heals so I can come back stronger and I can just take care of my body, make sure it's strong so that more injuries don't happen. So I start getting back in the gym as my shoulder is healing. As I start getting back in the gym, I look at my life and I say, you know what? I'm sitting here smoking cigarettes using tobacco, but I'm also trying to get back in the gym. And trust me, I was playing college ice hockey while smoking. I would go out on a Friday night or Saturday night partying and drink and I would drink so much alcohol, be drunk and I would smoke five to sometimes 10 cigarettes in a night. And then the next day go and play an ice hockey game in college. Like I was living very wickedly drunkenness, creating all works of the flesh, just abominations, destroying my body. So I'm sitting there evaluating my life. I'm like, well, now I'm getting back in the gym, but I'm still smoking cigarettes. I'm like, this is counterproductive. So what I said was, I'm like, now that I'm back in the gym, I'm going to quit cigarettes. So I quit cigarettes, cold turkey, that's just how I am with ev anything and everything. I really just go cold turkey pretty much. I'm either on it or off it. That's just how I really am. So I suddenly go cold turkey on cigarettes. Then about a month or so later, very shortly after my stomach starts getting messed up, right? So then I go to the doctor. I find that I have Crohn's disease and the doctor tells me, he goes, yeah, as crazy as it may seem, he's like, when you stop smoking cigarettes, so abruptly, this is what actually triggered you to develop Crohn's disease. He's like, it sounds so weird, like stopping something that's really bad for you should have positive effects on your body. But because I did it so suddenly, it actually triggered my body to react by developing Crohn's disease, right? So I'm like, you know, that's interesting. So then once I had the Crohn's disease, I'm like, you know, I'm never going back to cigarettes because that would mess up my stomach, right? So see how this is a chain reaction. I mentioned how the Crohn's disease led me to eat better. It led me to stop drinking alcohol. It kept me off of cigarettes, kept me away from alcohol. And all of this happened from the injury in the hockey game. So the injury happened in the hockey game. Then I got back into the gym. Then I quit cigarettes. Then I got the Crohn's disease, right? And then even after I had Crohn's disease, I kept drinking alcohol. For a time, I had to stop and get my stomach right. And then once my stomach was a little better, I'm like, you know what? I'll drink alcohol again. So I went back while I was still in college. But then ultimately, after I finished college, as I kept going on and, and developing, I'm like, you know what? It's just better off if I stop alcohol. So that's why I graduated college in 2017. That's why a year later in 2018, I ended up quitting alcohol for good. And I haven't gone back since. And it, the Crohn's disease kept me away from alcohol. It led me to stop drinking alcohol. And throughout that time in college and after college, I was evaluating my diet. I was getting on a bland diet. I was staying away from fast food and I stayed away from cigarettes. I haven't smoked a cigarette since 
2015 as well. And so all of that really happened from a chain reaction in the hockey game of tearing my shoulder, getting injured, which led me back into the gym, which led me to stop cigarettes, which led me to get Crohn's disease, which really the Crohn's disease happened from the most high, but that's just what the doctor said of why my body reacted the way that it did. And then once I got the Crohn's disease, it kept me away from tobacco. It kept me away from fast food. It kept me away from just bad foods in general and got me on a more balanced diet. And ultimately that led me to stop drinking alcohol. So then I wasn't producing works of the flesh anymore, being drunk all the time or being drunk at all. I was being sober. And then that's exactly how I was able. So that was in 2018 when I stopped drinking alcohol. And then now in the early parts of 2020 was when I really had my eyes open by the most high and got back in the most high's hand. And that's where I am now in 2021. So what I'm going to leave you with, my beloved, is that whenever something bad happens to us, it's all to get us back into the hand of the most high. It's all for the plan and purpose of the most high. When I tore my shoulder, I could have viewed that, oh, it's a terrible thing. And then, oh, it led me to get Crohn's disease. That's a terrible thing. I could have viewed it that way, but I didn't. I always viewed it as a blessing and it helped me. It helped me level up my life. It helped me improve my life. And that's how we have to have this mindset that all these things, even when they're bad judgments, they're all blessings in disguise and for the plan and purpose of the most high. Glory to Yah. And one more point as far as leveling up, something else that I recently experienced and just understood is that as far as the dark side, things that are coming from Satan or things that the Most High allows us to happen because of Satan, before we level up, Satan is going to come at us with either temptations or just trying to attack us because before Satan departs from us for a season, we are going to be subject unto the afflictions from Satan. So, We have to stand strong against temptation and just stand strong in our faith and stay sober-minded and just understand what our plan and what our purpose is. And that's how I know that we are about to level up again and even more over here on this side, on the light side, because Satan got his chance to come at us, but we stood strong against that, against that temptation, against the darkness. And now Satan is going to be fleeing from us for a season before we level up. So that's just really how the level ups go. You might go several months of being strong in a certain thing. And then you might have think about stepping backwards. But that oftentimes is just Satan trying to get at us one more time before he has to depart from us for a season before we level up. So just stay strong out here, my beloved, honestly, and understand that we are leveling up again. We've been leveling up and... We got more on the way. So it's a beautiful thing out here. It's all glory to the most high and just stay strong and stay full of love and just keep discerning and take all things to the most high. Whatever it is that you're thinking about, whatever it is that you're discerning, you got your discernment from the most high. Your body is a temple with the Ruach HaKadosh, the Ruach Elohim, the spirit of Yah, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is within you. So just Keep following that spirit, following that Ruach, and follow the discernment that you got from the Most High, and Yah will give you understanding. And also, if you feel darkness attacking you, fast out those demons, starve the demons, fast them out, drink a bunch of water, flush them away, stay in the scriptures, stay prayed up as you're fasting, and just in all times, pray in the spirit, pray in the Ruach. If you're going to fast, Be safe about it. Drink your water. Stay at home. Stay in the scriptures and seek out the Most High continually. Fast out those demons. Flush them out and stand strong in your faith and fear Yah and Yah's goddess. We are in the hand of the Most High. Nothing can deliver us out. It's all glory to Yah in the highest. And I thank you, my beloved, for listening. This is TPR 157. Keep discerning all the points in here, all the scriptures that are in here. Read the scriptures for yourself and Check out TPR 156 Germs. There's a lot of really important information in there. I covered a lot of important information in this episode as well, but I was really kind of building upon what we covered in the last episode. And just I alluded to some things in the last episode and some things in this episode from the last episode. So check check out TPR 156. This is TPR 157. I got so much love for you and I really just appreciate you. Stay strong. And give all glory to Yah, praise and glory to Yah in the highest. Hallelujah.
Luke 4.13, and when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Love. 